When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the second episode of Series 64, everybody. In today's episode, we finish our characters and create a social club for Flabbergasted, a game by our guests, Fleur and Chelsea Shortino, from The Wanderer's Tome. Before we get to the episode, of course, here's what to expect in our call to action. Normal call to action. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like there's actually like a little bit for me. It's, like I can say that, yeah. Uh join us for our, our thoughts about recording, normal announcements about our Patreon, um, some quick updates about uh Ryan, a special Ryan related thing, and yeah. uh some Kickstarter stuff. Mm-hmm. Until then, enjoy the show, everybody. episode of Character Creation Cast. Fleur was creating a bohemian named Tilly Cooper. Chelsea was creating an aristocrat named Countess Winifred Baselweather. Amelia was creating a well-to-do shoe heiress named Edith Weatherwax. And I was creating a personal book organizer staff member named Margot Carlyle. We're picking up right where we left off last time. Enjoy. So I think we have most of uh, the character done. We can do the character traits. So apart from what's already selected on your sheet, we need to choose five more traits. Mm-hmm. So this is going to, you know, indicate what, what your character is good at. All right. And the maximum we can have when starting out uh, in each character trait is four. So you can't exceed exceed that. Okay. And something well, to keep in mind that... Uh, these scene cues, um, you, you, at the end of every uh, episode, uh, you can either pick a new scene cue or you can level up a character trait. So you, that's why you don't have to be too precious about, oh, I really mm. want these five uh, scene cues because you probably get them early on. Okay. So how many, scene, we pick one scene cue right now or? Four. Four. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I was listening. <laughs> it's okay. A lot of filling in to do. Yeah. So add five more points to character traits and pick four scene cues. Oh boy. 
Pets are so good. Right. All right. Uh, oh, wait, no, I need one more. Never mind. I would like all of them, please. <laughs> okay. I have picked mine. Uh, I'm going to go with Brown Noser. Uh, mm-hmm. So I am no stranger to sucking up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's, it's how you manage to get where you are now. Uh, I also picked Silver Spoon. You may not be an aristocrat, but being born into a wealthy family meant that you moved in the same circles. Um, I picked Headstrong. Everyone knows to steer clear of you when an argument is breaking uh-huh. out. Um, and then I'll give you an IOU. <laughs> Um, you get someone to do you a big favor to help you out of a bind um, and then offer a favor in return but you know they'll collect on it eventually and you don't know what it is (laughs) Um, something else about sinkus that maybe you uh, noticed when picking them Uh, some sinkus will affect your scandal and your dignity as you use them Mm-hmm. So right after it, it will say plus scandal or plus dignity. Like for example, I'm gonna um, go through the four I picked. Um, so I picked. Don't you know who I am? You name drop your family title to impress or intimidate. You throw about your social standing shamelessly to convince others of your lies, intimidate them to do your bidding, or get them to overlook a misdeed. And this adds a scandal when I use it because people don't really like you shamelessly dropping your name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have sw- I chose Sweet Talker. Uh, you never go stag anywhere. When you turn your charm on, people become hopelessly enamored with you. Be warned, <laughs> you're likely to have a string of admirers if you keep this up. And again, that's a plus to scandal. Mm. Then I picked uh, the perfect host. You've planned and organized many galas, fates and dinners. You know which vendor will help you out in a pinch and are certain that there's no item you cannot source. And then I picked Well Read because she's, you know, always in a library. That makes sense. Yeah, with an excellent education, a well-stocked library at home and plenty of idle time, you know a little something about everything. You may impress those around you with your superior knowledge or recall an important piece of information to aid you in a predicament. So that's Winifred. I love how, like, how much just picking these scene cues, like, tells us about these characters. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, not only are they, do they seem, like, super fun to play, but just based on which ones I've picked, I can tell so much more about who Edith is and, like, how I'm going to play her. Oh, yes, that's true. What if we played this game? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm falling a bit in love with my character. I think she'll be fun to play. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You might notice to the side of the scene cues, there's a section for additional scene cues. And that's so that we don't lock out anyone from maybe thinking that there is a perfect scene cue for their character in another uh, archetype sheet. And oh, you, cool. still, you still have the option to maybe add them in there. With, oh, very nice. So, for that. example, there is one in uh, in the Bohemian character sheet that I think would be perfect for the book organizer, <laughs> which uh. is the ability. I read that in a book. <laughs> right? Oh. You love burying yourself in a good book. The more obscure and niche, the better. You can recall obscure facts and make comparisons that most people would never even think of. Oh, that's perfect. So that that would be perfect. I imagine your character probably taking that. Uh, Absolutely. I really I'm like that. To... Mm-hmm. Pop that in there, and then what do I have to? Uh, no, I have to painfully remove one. Uh, oh. But don't worry, you can add more later. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that could be the fifth thing. That you. That's fine. 
Okay, so I've got mine then. Um, so for my uh, for my traits, I added one to bravado and persuasion, burning it to two. Uh, wit and sharp, I put all the way up to uh, four. Mm-hmm. And then creativity and passion at three. And then I just left culture and etiquette alone. Because uh, mm-hmm. I figure she'll pick that up along the way. She's young. It'll be fine. <laughs> Good time. And then for my scene cues, I, I went with, I read that in the book, uh, which sounds perfect uh, for oh, an additional scene cue. Oh, yeah. That, that, that wasn't in the on the aristocrat's character sheet, right? No, that was oh, in the Bohemian. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. So I moved that to the staff. And then uh, that gives me plus dignity when I use that, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, for the ones that I picked off of the sheet here, I've got this way, please. Uh, your years of employment and everything from grand manners to my, my quote unquote years of employment um, to large department stores means that you can accurately intuit the layout of a building, including the rooms that would many would rather keep a secret. Mm-hmm. That's so, fun one. Uh, that helps me uh, with my uh, trying to find places that might be hiding this special book. Um, I also took Unseen and Unnoticed, uh, which uh, most residents don't pay attention to you. Uh, You can quickly blend into your surroundings and move about while avoiding detection. I thought that would also be useful for finding this book uh, and snooping around a bit. And uh, because of my current employer, I took The Walls Have Ears uh, so I can get all the dirt from all of the other... uh, people within the uh, employ of my employer and uh, get all of those rumors and possibly even start my own rumors um, to to spread. I, I, I love, love how evocative one. these are. Like, <laughs> I know. They're just so, like, some of them are so specific, but they're so evocative. It just, it would, like, inspire you to, like, move a scene in a certain direction as well, just so you yeah. can use it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you definitely have uh, yeah. one that will fit into your scene. That's what we found mm-hmm. in games. Yeah. I have picked my character traits and my scene cues. I have two in bravado and persuasion, three in culture and etiquette, two in wit and sharp, and three in creativity and passion. I decided to keep like the culture and creativity equal because I figured my character being a child prodigy, musical performer, probably had to like learn how to suck up to lots of... Uh, and be very polite and say thank you to everyone mm-hmm. who's praising her. I then picked four sync cues. I picked a passionate display, which is that I can pick an artistic skill that she is very proficient in. You can give a passionate display every time you perform with this. Uh, so, And I picked the violin. So when she starts playing the violin, like all eyes are on her. I also picked wax poetic. You tend to be overly verbose and dramatic when you speak. Depending on with who you're speaking, they can either be utterly charmed or completely drained by the end. <laughs> uh, then there's friends in low places. In your pursuit of art, you've enjoyed the company of all manner of people, even with the ones deemed unsavory. If you ever need help with something not entirely legal, you know exactly who will help you out. This is to represent like her recent shift from like her cushy relatively comfortable life to her trying to pursue art and then i picked good taste you offer your aesthetic perspective whether it was asked for or not your advice (laughs) (laughs) your advice is invaluable in making something infinitely more appealing amazing so good and so then for example her friends in low places every time she uses it she'll go up in scandal 
but she'll go up in dignity every time she uses good taste. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I love it. Two of the ones I've picked huh. increase scandal. Nothing increases dignity. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting because yeah, my my re- I read it in a book. Increases dignity, but the walls have ears have scandal. So mm-hmm. I figure I'm going to be balancing back and <laughs> forth quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I know you're shocked to find Ryan that I am not. That you just led into the scandal. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that's just, yeah. extraordinarily shocking mm-hmm. uh, that you would lead into any sort of antagonism. Yeah, right. <laughs> Me never, <laughs> never. <laughs> I always play the worst person possible. <laughs> exactly. Um, and and picking my scene cues had made me decide on the one of two flaws mm-hmm. that I was between. Um, and I landed on Snoop for mm-hmm. my flaw. Yeah, that works with the scene cues. I love yeah. it. I picked card cheat for my flaw. Because she's, she's, she's got addicted to this like adrenaline the lifestyle and she's like mm-hmm. living a bit on the edge i picked show off <laughs> <laughs> unsurprising that's yeah amazing yeah everything about this character is like insufferable <laughs> oh that is so good so it seems like we made our people then right the only thing that we have left to add is uh we can distribute the readies the money mm. Yes, that's a fixed amount. Yeah, so um, the aristocracy gets the most. We get 80 80 readies. The well-to-dos get 60. Bohemians get 50. And the staff gets 40. And apart from this being the the starting readies, we also get this um, during the end of an episode as like a, a salary or an allowance if you're aristocrats. Or patronage if you're a bohemian. Mm. So I am. I got eighty. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh, the staff could have some influence on in how their employer spends their allowances if the employer is in the group. Mm-hmm. Yes. How convenient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you organize my library well enough, come talk to me. Mm-hmm. I I mm-hmm. also supply plenty of rumors for <laughs> for you. <laughs> That's Which true. I know you you enjoy the gossip. That's true. Yeah, and maybe you know something about some of these suitors. Mm, yeah, uh-huh. there you go. Uh-huh. I can find the dirt. Yeah. Well, you're okay. always listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're working together, you know, to help each other out. You okay. get her into yeah. get her connections with a possible suitors, and you're going to give him access, to, uh, give her access to the oh, libraries. libraries. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. Good partnership. So when it comes to readies, there um, there are a few ways that you can use money in the in in the world. So firstly, um, you can bribe people <laughs> if you want. Um, mm-hmm. You can also uh, use it for charity and patronage throughout the game. Um, and in our book, we also outline that when you bribe, it's going to affect scandal. And if you use charity and patronage, it's going to affect dignity. So this could be a way for mm. you to also maybe change your tracker if you want throughout a game. Um, mm. But the main way that we're going to use our readies is to upgrade our social club. So we're to going invest to invest within it. To invest mm-hmm. and upgrade and, and add more rooms to our social club. 
um, when you upgrade your social club and add different rooms, uh, each room has its own narrative, mostly narrative uh, addition to your social club. There are some social clubs, social club rooms that increase the the cap on your traits. So some are also uh, mechanical. Um, that's mostly how we're going to use our readies. Okay. Is there anything else on our sheet? I don't think so. I don't think so. So we can, there's, there's a status where it says healthy scuffed injured. I mean, that's what we just marked that we're currently healthy. Mm -hmm. The other uh, statuses of scuffed and injured, those are more narrative because in this, in our game, we don't really have death as a, it's not part Mm -hmm. of our, Mm -hmm. unless you want your character to die, but otherwise, (laughs) um, (laughs) so if you're scuffed, uh, really all this is going to do is that you're going to be more closely scrutinized in social interactions. It's going to be harder if you're bruised and, and you know, have mm-hmm. a broken arm. And then if you're injured, which is, you know, very, very badly injured, you, um, you can perform simple actions, but you can't use character traits or, so, or scene cues until you are at least in a scuffed or healthy state again. And the way you... Uh become healthy again it's just by resting or like it, it's just it's all narrative you've either rested mm. or you've gone to like a doctor or a hospital or a clinic something like yeah. that or you go to yeah. your social club yeah. and rest there or to your own home there are also some scene cues that um can be used to heal someone okay i think the only other thing that is not really f- filled out on the character sheet is which is some, called the, which is the nickname mm-hmm mm-hmm now, the nickname, just like in real life, you kind of need to earn your nickname. You can't just give mm-hmm. yourself one. So the idea behind this <laughs> is that if your character becomes known for doing something, um, then then the, then the other uh, club members can decide to nominate a nickname for you at the end of a episode, at the end mm-hmm. of a session. Mm-hmm. And and this nickname kind of add, works like a custom scene cue. So uh, we had given an example, for example, the nickname Soots, and you're very, uh, love setting things on fire for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> so you could use your nickname eventually to, for example, create a little uh, pyro distraction somewhere along the way, and it will mm-hmm. just automatically succeed because it just works like a scene cue. Mm-hmm. Oh, love nice. it. That's so good. And like scene cues, it can be used uh, once per session. So in your scene cues, we've selected four earlier, uh, but we all start with one use in every scene cue. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll just select one of the boxes and outline it so you know you have one use and you can just use that mm-hmm. once in the session. So you have four. Uh, when you level up later, you can either add a new scene cue or you can upgrade a use to one of your existing scene cues. Mm. Uh, up to a maximum of three uses. Yeah. Um, Gosh. And now we want to play like a 10-year-long campaign and see <laughs> how many <laughs> we can get uses of and just see how ridiculous right? the, the sessions become. <laughs> Do we get to create um, our social club? Uh, yeah. Should we create a social club? Uh, we can do that. I would love to create a social club. I would club. really like to. Please. All right. Let's make a social club. Yeah. Let's do it. So the first thing we have to do is to pick the club's theme, which is the most important. 
That's of course. Yeah, that's going to help us figure out everything else. So, any ideas how why would we would be joining a specific club together? Okay, my idea is a, a like dating or matchmaking club. That's what I was going to say was too. Thinking the same thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess I guess our our uh, club yeah, theme decided. is decided. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's mostly just going by um, uh, Chelsea's character, the one who's always she's looking for love. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, she would definitely. I mean, yeah, she would join us. She would probably start it. So, should we make it a matchmaking club where we find matches for prospective people, or is it a mm-hmm. club that just? Because I think a club where everyone's just trying to date each other is weird. <laughs> Right. Well, and because I'm yeah. married, air quotes, yes. so obviously it would have to be matchmaking. I'm not here yeah. to uh-huh. look for someone. I'm married. And uh, yeah. uh, uh, my character, Tilly, she's here because she's t- trying to understand love. She mm. wants to see love happen between people and, you know, find that spark of creativity. Mm. Yeah. And Ryan's character has read so many books about love. So she's <laughs> yeah. practically an expert at 23. <laughs> So many books, uh, but also gives me unique opportunities. Well, I need to figure out who you are. And in order to do that, I might need to yes. see your library. Because mm-hmm. you can tell a lot about a person by the books mm-hmm. they keep. True. And Winifred, True. Uh, you know, loves love in other people, but she's obviously using these events, these matchmaking events as an opportunity for her to find her perfect match. So Mm. definitely matchmaking. And the next thing we have to do is pick the club's name. Big Mm. one. What is a good... Cupid's Crusaders. (laughs) (laughs) You're always so good at at club names. She always comes up with them so quickly. I like it. My my first thought was the matchsticks. Oh, I like that. I was trying to think of something like like, book related too. Mm. Mm. Something about an open book or mm. Mm. could just be matchbook. Mm. Yeah, I like matchbook. I mean, the it could be club, like the matchbook, matchbook club. club. Yeah, I like that. The matchbook club has a weird crossover with people looking for love and also pyromaniacs. Yeah, we get a lot of. There's a lot of. Get a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they leave happy because we find them somebody, uh-huh. but. <laughs> Boy, do they come in looking for doing some arson. Now, Ryan, because of this, I want to, instead of doing stickers this month, I'm like, oh, we should do custom matchbooks. (laughs) Can we just mail our patrons matchbooks? Can you mail matchbooks? I'm sure you can. I don't, don't, maybe. I'm pretty sure you can. You could without, maybe probably without matches inside. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I actually know this fact. To like, I have like a dangerous goods like shipping license. Oh. I have like certification for that, so I'm sure I probably can, oh. as long as I check all the right boxes. <laughs> that feels like a story I want to ask about. Like, oh, yeah. it's for <laughs> it's for work because I work in the medical field, so oh, I have okay, to be okay. licensed mm. to well, ship that's out less lab exciting samples. than I thought. I know. It's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do like to tell people though. I'm I'm licensed to ship dangerous goods. <laughs> yeah. The the medical yeah. professional story is the cover story. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, I took a thirty-minute online course, so yeah. 
That's the extent of the story. You keep making it less exciting. Right. I know which stickers to stick on which part of the box. That's really what it's about. (laughs) But yes, I love the Matchbook Club. Mm -hmm. I like that. I definitely really like the name. It's really cute. Uh So we're a Matchbook Club. We're a matchmaking club. And the next thing we have to do is we have to write the description and location for the club. So this one, we need to decide, like, where is our clubhouse taking place? Mm-hmm. Mm. So maybe it could and be... What's the building? It could be a part of one of one of our characters' house, maybe. Um, mm. Or like it can just be like, a, I don't know, a coffee shop. <laughs> work. I was going to say, is there like a, um, like an event room at the local library? Oh, I we actually host our like events this. there. Ooh. Uh-huh. I mean, oh, in, yeah, in we should library we... makes sense. Mm-hmm. What about what about like a like a library courtyard? Ooh, that's pretty. I like that because like you got the the nice like gardens and like curated trellises mm-hmm. and all that sort of and stuff. You could host going a nice little tea party yeah. thing there. Yeah, and, and then it, it's more fancy for clients to come in and be like. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. seeing the, the nice, relaxing sort of atmosphere. And you're probably, your character probably has like an inn with the library um, so that we, mm-hmm. they, they can give us the space whenever we need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the library gardens. Well, library cute. gardens. I like that. Very cute. Library gardens. Um, and then the description would probably be like, um, well, you know, it, it, it's, it's a courtyard with lots of greenery and chairs put out. Oh, a description right. of our club. Yeah. Right. Oh, so it's oh, like, oh, oh, or what we do. Yeah. What we do. So we're a matchmaking uh-huh. club. Yeah. So the matchbook club is a club for matchmaking and sometimes matchmaking the the members themselves. Um, we host uh, fancy events. And that's about and it. And speed and speed dating events. And speed dating <laughs> events. Mm-hmm. Little mixers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then I would like to point out that it annual or semi-annual i don't know if it's like a um like winter and summer or spring and fall something like that we obviously do host a large like ball yes oh yeah this is very important yes and seasonal balls oh yeah yes okay yes okay the next step is to write a club slogan so this is something that everyone in the club chants like um I can't think of anything. Flo, you're good at this. Um, <laughs> you're good at this. Something that we chant. Something that bows our, our club. Our, our choices won't burn you. Well, I was going to say setting hearts on fire. Oh, that's setting hearts, hearts on fire, fire is, is so pretty good. good. Everyone's so good. Oh, so good. <laughs> I was going to say Cupid's on the job. I was like, we're like, Cupid's on the job. And that's cute too. I like I like uh-huh. hearts on fire because apparently we've become mm-hmm. a matchmaking arson club. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Something for everyone. I'm that's what we do. We only do mass- matchmaking for arsonists. I'm going to yep. add a line <laughs> saying also secretly an arson club. Group. <laughs> yeah. Librarians and arsonists. We've, uh-huh. we've found that actually they're really compatible with each other. Uh-huh. So... It's a sort of enemies yeah. to lovers situation. So our <laughs> hearts on fire, people, right? Yeah, our hearts uh, I think so. So generally, under the slogan, we'll also draw the emblem for the club. So I don't know if you want to take on the drawing job of uh, maybe something like. I mean, I guess this will just be. I'm thinking as an emblem, it would be a matchstick with a little mm-hmm. heart flame on top. Oh, oh, I really like that. 
but we don't have to draw that now. <laughs> yeah, but there's space for an emblem so you can really personalize your social club. And the next step, which mm. is a very, very fun one, we have to pick a rival club. Oh. Someone who maybe is the complete opposite of us and maybe they hate love or another matchmaking club that maybe hates arson. Because <laughs> we're secret I like, arsonists. I like the thought of uh, a, a literal matchmaking club. <laughs> like a club that <laughs> that makes arson uh-huh. devices of sorts. I think it's a candle making club. Yeah. Yeah, someone who's like, they, they keep losing um, members to us because they keep going to the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah. and Maybe also candles named. are like vaguely romantic too. So it's like, it's also like a candle making match. Like they host um, like events where you all make candles together. Like one of those like pottery mm-hmm. making kind of mm-hmm. things, except you make candles yeah. and that's there. And th- so we keep getting the pyromaniacs and they keep getting the, the people <laughs> looking for love. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Yeah, maybe our wait, names wait, wait, are a bit similar. And they keep we have to give them, I, I like give that them we name. took their name, like their original name they wanted for their mm-hmm. club. We took it first. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're called something like the matchmakers. And yeah. Oh yeah, and people go to them for matchmaking. That's cute. <laughs> they're that like, no, we literally poor, make matches. Just two two clubs that have poor branding. and we hate each other for it (laughs) so we're the matchmate matchbook and they're the matchmakers yep (laughs) amazing so the next step is to write our first public challenge so now Uh, that we have a rival club they're going mm -hmm. to issue us a challenge What's what's the first one they're going to give us oh I have a long list of examples here that I can maybe... And the public challenge will will change throughout the campaign, but we can write our very first one. I'm kind of thinking about like, oh, but they they just make matches, right? They're not like doing anything with love. They make candles and stuff. Yeah, they don't Uh do love Because I was like, if it was like, you know, who can get the most people married, if they were also like a matchmakers, Mm. like... Mm love related club um mm. but never mind that doesn't work if they only make matches <laughs> i mean it's, it's, it's a fun idea if they are also a, a matchmaking as in an actual right finding love connection club because i keep saying actual matchmaking but actual matchmaking would mean <laughs> making right. matches which is what they do <laughs> i i kind of uh, like the idea that they like they also are like actual like matchmakers for romance but ours is based around books more than like and theirs is based around candles Mm. (laughs) a matchmaking club for candle enthusiasts yes Mm. yeah and ours is for book it's like a good dating activity Mm -hmm. right right yeah yeah it's good like you go on a date and you make candle like it's an activity and and we both we're both clubs that suffer from the same problem which is that everyone comes to us for like yeah oh this is where we set up the fireworks right (laughs) right right yeah we both suffer from like horrible branding (laughs) so in that case we could set a challenge that's something like um find a match be the first club to find a match for this rather like prestigious person that we know is like or, or or someone who's notoriously single, maybe like mm. a celebrity. Yeah, mm. yeah. The first person to find a match for them is, you know, 
the best or set up set up the best meet cute for a local celebrity yeah i mean i think maybe it's like the first one to make 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 a royal wedding happen oh Ooh. oh that's that's a big that's celebrity a, uh, that uh-huh. is a big one yeah i like that i mean it can be, be like third or fourth in line for the throne but right you know uh, but a royal um Maybe maybe we should also around the same time discuss um which is the next step in our in the sh- uh social club sheet, which is to come up with our big trouble. This is mm. a all encompassing problem that is threatening our club because something about like making sure hosting a royal wedding sounds like an end game big challenge to me. Right. It seems pretty big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Normally, the big trouble is usually something like bad happening to the club, but it could be just mm-hmm. something really daunting that they have to accomplish. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we can also think of a different public challenge, too, if we come up with a trouble that doesn't fit that. Yeah, because for public challenges, I was also thinking something like, not love-related, but like uh, publicity kind of related, mm-hmm. of doing a matchbook scavenger hunt. And the first person to collect yeah. all the different types of matchbooks in the town. And, like, there's a couple secret ones. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Would That's kind of Win fun. the challenge. I like that. Yeah, can, uh, uh, I'm cool with that. Uh-huh. Yeah, win a yeah. matchmaker, the uh, matchbook no. scave- scavenger hunt. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. So, matchbook scavenger hunt. For our big trouble, I was kind of wondering if, like... Like the library is closing and we have to find a new space, but like we can't get a building permit. Mm. (laughs) That's not bad. But actually now thinking on the whole royal wedding, maybe we can Mm -hmm. do that we've put together, we've put a very big wager with the matchmakers that whoever can get a royal, like be the responsible for a royal wedding happening would be the club that stays open. The other one must be absorbed (gasps) by the other. Oh my gosh. Ooh, that's yeah. trouble. I, oh, that's good. That's good. Man, now I really want to roleplay this. I know. This is every single episode of this show ends there that is like, oh, I really want to play these characters. And I say I like that was campaign. the biggest mistake that we made in making this show is that like it doesn't have an actual play associated with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we just make these characters and then we all feel sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i think if you had to actually do an actual play of all of the ones you've done so far you'd be uh oh. how many uh sessions a week would you have to do oh good uh, gosh 50 yeah. even if they were one shots uh-huh. yeah <laughs> yeah even if they were one shots it would be ridiculous because this is our 64th series wow. that we've recorded yep. so oof once a week they'd be over a year yeah. <laughs> over a year <laughs> And it never ends. No. All right. So we said whoever loses this royal wedding challenge um, has Must to like, shut their club yeah. down their club. Yeah. I thought this would be a good ending to the season. A royal yeah. wedding. Oh, yeah. That would be so fun. So the next thing we do is we set, we set the club funds to zero. Unfortunately, pretty- we start with zero. It's very sad. Oh, no. But it won't stay zero forever. Don't worry. <laughs> the next thing we do, uh, which is on the 
back of the social club sheet is pick our personalized den. So when you create a new social club, you you start off initially with, with just one room. And the personalized den is a unique room that is specific to our club's interests, which I guess in our case is going to be some sort of library. Well, I was thinking it's just our first uh, room is just yeah. our tea garden. Our little mm-hmm. Oh, I thought yeah. we were in a library garden. Yeah. But wait, what's, oh, yeah. what do you mean? What do you understand by library garden? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's, 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 it's late in the evening. I don't know what I'm... <laughs> It's a garden outside the library, like a little library yeah. courtyard. Yeah. In, okay. Enclosed by the the <laughs> interior walls of the library. It's an outdoor space. Mm-hmm. So in, in our middle. tea garden. Maybe you thought it was like a garden built out of books. Maybe that's what you thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I know. do like I do like the thought of uh this library kind of being like um almost two buildings side to side where there's walkways into both ends mm-hmm. of the courtyard. Oh, pretty. Um, and, and like a second story of the library creating an archway over each entrance. Oh, so like you've got ooh. this courtyard and it's completely outside and you can get there from the outside, but it's also like surrounded by these beautiful library walls. Oh. I'm also thinking that as far as like expanding it too, we have an aristocrat who could ten- potentially become a patron of the library and you yes. start getting rooms named after you and things. And mm-hmm. that's how we can expand our space. Yeah, there's definitely a way to expand later. I like this idea for the personalized den. Mm-hmm. We can call it the, the, the tea garden. Did I, mm-hmm. yeah, tea garden. yeah, you said, mm-hmm. yeah, the tea garden. And then there's just one last step to creating the social club which is that we need to assign ourselves club roles as members. Mm-hmm. Mm. So there's the president, vice president, treasurer, and then we can come up with extra roles. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that I definitely should not be treasurer. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> or should, I don't know. It's, how many problems do we want me to cause? Because I'm not good with money. I mean, that's, right. that's kind of funny, though. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't want this to go well. <laughs> well, True. I do, but first I want it to go bad, and then eventually we actually get there. Yeah, right, we figure it out. Yeah. I I do like the thought of like you own your own business. You're good with money. Right. Let's give you the treasure. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. All right, I'll be treasure. I'm thinking maybe Winifred started the the club, so maybe she's the president since she. I like that. Yeah, since mm-hmm. she's trying to find herself a match, she would start a matchmaking club. And she's an aristocrat. Mm-hmm. She's She's got money. Right. So then maybe someone else can be the vice president. And we can come up with another uh, role that may be specific to our um, our club because there's space for other, other roles that we can name. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can be our official book organizer because we're in a library. Well, that was, we're, I was thinking, we're sort yeah. of a book club. <laughs> Could you remind me the character names again? Because I just <laughs> yeah, I can't remember okay. right. So my character is Edith. Yeah. Edith. Yep. Okay. I'm Margot. Margot. Okay, that's who it was. Edith, Margot, and Winifred. You said no. Yeah, Winifred. Yeah, yeah Winifred. Winifred. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, I guess maybe Margot can be the vice president because we usually use the vice president as basically uh-huh. the one who actually does everything that the president should do. <laughs> oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But president is mostly just a figurehead. Uh huh. So Margot can be vice president and and note taker. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) She runs the show. 
and my character is um uh, going to be the like the event organizer yeah, because I'm, I'm there, there to make sure that the the musical entertainment is right for any of our events and that they all look very aesthetic and uh well yeah designed. someone's got to decorate and yes yeah mm-hmm. very you important put, you can put uh tilly as head decorator mm-hmm. ryan is margo m-a-r-g-o or m-a-r-g-o-t uh, G-O-T. Yep. Margot. Margot. <laughs> yes, it's Margot. But... Margot you. Yeah. With a date. <laughs> oh, I love this. And I think that kind of finishes up our social club. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. Are, are club. we just a club? Well, are we the, a club of four members then? Yeah, I was about to add that under number of members. So when you first start your club, you, we start with 10 members. Okay. Oh. Or, or up to 10. I think we, we can decide if we have more members in our club. Should we have a few more? Yeah, we should have 10 members. Um, but you don't, we don't need to name these characters. They can just be random oh, NPCs. Good. But it would, there, there's space for some extra roles. Oh, this is not including the protagonists. So we would have 14 members, technically. Yes. I'm just trying to think. Like, I like what that other, we just have people. What other roles do we need? Um, we probably do need someone to like keep track of like the actual matches. Like we probably need an actual yeah. matchmaker, mm. yeah. like head matchmaker at least. I like that we, we would have scouts mm. that oh, like go out there and, and scout potential matches and, mm-hmm. and like, I guess kind of stalk them a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Making a secret stalking club. <laughs> But like, you know, respectfully. Right. <laughs> so we need like a head matchmaker and like stalkers. Yes. Uh, scouts. 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 Excuse me. Scouts. Scouts. We, call, we, call them, we call them Cupid's little helpers, okay? Yes. <laughs> and maybe that's the role of uh, our head matchmaker. We call him like the, the, the head Cupid. Mm. That could be their role. I yes. I really mm-hmm. want one of these scouts to be like a like a really sweet guy, but like he looks like a ginormous, intimidating goon. Yes, oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, he's like big, muscular, lots of tattoos, but just like the yeah. sweetest person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that can like, be our head cupid. If you see this guy following you, it's like, what did I do? What's going on? But he's just there taking notes like, oh, went to the coffee shop at 10 a.m. <laughs> this is the drink that they prefer. I think we should name him. He seems important to me. I'm already attached <laughs> to him. <laughs> I care very much about him. Uh-huh. Call him something like Biff. Yes. <laughs> I think his first name is actually like uh, mm-hmm. Eustace or something. Eustace but, Biff. Or yeah, but we call him that. Biff. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he goes by Biff. Eustace Biff. Oh, I love Eustace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and then we have, it. and then we have a set of um, uh, Cupid Scouts. Mm-hmm. That that's report back to him with potential um, interesting matches or. Mm. And maybe some people who are also searching for like like gossip as well, um, hearing about more high profile matches and arrangements. Yes. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, and uh, they got to check everybody out and make sure that they're not harboring secrets and things, too, because maybe uh, they come to yes. us looking for a match, but they're not telling us everything. Mm. I, li- I like kind of calling the those like are the little birds mm. of sorts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Like getting getting the dirt on people. Why is it just giving me Game of Thrones vibes now? What's he called? The little I guess that's probably where yeah. I got it from. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I really love okay. this club. Okay, so we're I need to know a stalking club. Who <laughs> do we have a color scheme? Mm. Like, do we have a mane? We have a uniform. Nah. Oh, <laughs> I'm just thinking because like we have our, our emblem and, you know, like when we host official events, like what is our letterhead? Like, you know, what kind of colors do we? Mm-hmm. Maybe everyone has a little pin that is a little matchstick. It's like a gold matchstick. And that's, oh, the, oh, a, yeah. that's how we identify the members. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think, yeah, gold would be a good color to go with. I mean, I'm yes. president. Mm-hmm. I have a gold cane. Mm. Perfect. I just everyone has to match me. I love it. <laughs> Makes sense. Oh no, too many match puns now. I can't, I can't oh, see no, them coming. Didn't, didn't see that. <laughs> oh no. Now you told me you have a golden cane, and I'm thinking that your cane is just a matchstick. As well. oh my god, <laughs> I know. I had that thought too. <laughs> One giant oh. matchstick. Uh huh. I. I love this. I love these people. I love this stupid little club. (laughs) I can't wait for like the montages of like what the decor is and the food is and the outfits are at these balls that we Mm -hmm. host. Like we're definitely gonna host a masquerade ball at some point. Yes, Mm -hmm. it's always fun. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh. Did we do it? Did we make characters? I think we We made made characters in our club. Made a club. The only thing that's Ugh. left on our club sheet, not anything we have to fill in now, but we can talk about them. So as you mentioned earlier, you're going to expand your social club throughout your game. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom of your social club sheet, there's a club renowned bar. So at the end of every episode, um, the director is going to give your club um, maybe a renowned level or maybe two um, depending on what mm. your club has accomplished in that session. So with each significant accomplishment, you might gain a renowned level. But also maybe it's something very humiliating for your club and you might lose a renowned level. And with each <laughs> level of renown, um, you get 10 new members to your club. Oh, wow. Uh, you can, you know, you can name every single character if you want or just imagine they're all random NPCs. Um mm. And the reason why Renown is important is because it's going to help you upgrade your club. So on the back of, sh- of the sheet, you have your club upgrades. And these are just rooms that you can add to your initial personalized den. And in the book, there's a long list of club upgrades. And to unlock them, you need to have a specific Renown level and a specific amount of readies. And that we can all invest into the club and buy a new room basically and it's just a really cute way to feel invested in your club and and to personalize it personalize it but also these rooms create more narrative scenarios as well like Mm -hmm. there is a let's see i mean there is a library is one of the rooms Mm -hmm. there's my favorite room is just the swimming pool it has no purpose it's just a swimming pool 
For example, there is there is the dance hall room. Maybe oh, that the dance hall would be a good room. upgrade. There's the formal dining room. Um, there's a dressing room for all those uh, clothing montages. Yes, I was gonna good. say I see that one right there, which mm-hmm. is we're gonna we're gonna need that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's that's the social club. It's pretty much all we need to know. Mm-hmm. And so now good. we can play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. now for the next for the next two years let's play a campaign I know <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh this was fantastic oh I really want to play this now <laughs> I know <laughs> oh no what if we You're done like, <laughs> you know I am inspired to actually create some like pre-written characters and social club to have and then have them available online for people to play this now <laughs> Because we've yeah. done that for we've done that for in in our book we have like mm-hmm. a gardening club that you can just take and plug in your characters into and uh, mm-hmm. maybe I'll do a matchbook club. Oh, there you go! Amazing. I love it so much, Brian. We should start doing that. We should start like offering our services to write scenarios for people. <laughs> <laughs> we've got the experience. We do. We do. It's true. You must have created so many characters by now. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So many. So many. Oh. And they're all amazing. I love them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you love them all. Can you name them all? Go. Oh, gosh. gosh. No. Not even <laughs> <remotely>. <laughs> Or however many characters you have. Yeah, no. It's well into the 70s, if mm-hmm. not 80s at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because sometimes we've created multiple ones. But you'll always remember the Matchbook Club. Yes. <laughs> you'll always remember mm-hmm. the Matchbook Club. Yes. Well, is I mean, we've finished up character creation. Yeah, I think yes. we've gone through the sheets. They're pretty straightforward. Then I think uh, mm-hmm. people can easily, yeah. easily create yeah. their characters and social clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was super easy. Mm-hmm. I think you could already start just from, as soon as you finished creating the, the the social club and the characters, you could already kind of visualize the entire yeah. you know, story arc, what it's going to look yeah. like. Yeah, we can see what a lot yeah. of the conflict is going to be already. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Royal wedding. Yes. Well, thank you both so much for joining us for our flabbergasted character creation. This was a blast. Like, I... Oh, I'm so excited about this game. This is so good. So good. <laughs> so good. Uh, thank you guys for thank inviting you so much. us. Do you want to remind everybody where they can find you online, where they can get mm-hmm. this game, anything else that you want to plug? Yeah, so we're the Wanderers Tome. That's the name we operate under. And you can find us on wanderers-tome.com. And we're on most social media as well. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. YouTube as Wanderers Tome. <laughs> and you can you can get flabbergasted on our website and on Drive Through RPG. We also have our uh, second product that we've just launched earlier this year, which mm-hmm. is a um, character creator sticker book. So you can design your fantasy characters right at the table by layering stickers. Um, <gasps> and it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's a doll maker and a sticker book. It's really, really fun. <laughs> I Amazing. oh what a, why has no one done that before? <laughs> well, the, now we have. Now you have. It's, it's, oh it's my gosh. currently in, in production, but it's available for pre-order. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. That's such a good idea. That's so good. <laughs> 
Well, thank you both again. uh, And thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, Please join us on the next episode for our discussion block. Call to action. Yeah, like that. I love our social club. It's so good. It's so good. It's I really like wanted own. to do for like a $10 patrons this month, like instead of a sticker, I really wanted to like make matchbooks. Mm-hmm. But like, obviously that that's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and I can't do that. But uh-huh. yeah, I want to make little matchbook. Like, right. Yeah. It's... <laughs> It was just so much fun. It was like, it was interesting that we all had the same idea. Yes. For a social club. Like, this is the only thing that makes sense, right? I like, yeah, it was like a very tentative, like, oh, can I make a suggestion? And then, uh-huh. yeah, sure. Oh my God, that was my idea too. <laughs> uh-huh. I was, I was lit because we took a break before we started the social club stuff, right? Yeah. And like, um, I'm walking around my house, like figuring out, oh, well, what would make a good social club for this? And like, of course, a dating service would make a lot of sense. Obviously. So, yeah. So, yeah, it was like uh, dating service or like it. book club, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And and now we got a dating service at a library. It's true. So, yeah. So and we have our, what is our, uh, what is our guy's name? Oh, that's uh, uh, Biff. Biff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Eustace Biff. or something. Eustace. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> Eustace. Eustace. I just, I just picture the biggest goon of a cartoon, like broad shoulders as nothing else, and mm-hmm. like, like wider than a man could ever be. And yeah, like, yeah, like, ta- <laughs> like neck tattoos and like uh-huh. Eustace. Yeah. Yeah. But like super sweet and like writing in a tiny little notepad. Right. Just like itty bitty. He's and like then the like teeniest, the, tiniest, like most beautiful penmanship, but like perfect yeah, cursive. Exactly. Yeah. And and then like sitting with a with a newspaper that's like way too small for his giant mitts of a hand. Yeah. 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 Well, but we can't get into because people have to wait till the fanfic next time. I so know. do we talk about Biff? Like by this time, we had to name a couple members of our club, I think. I, we did yeah. talk okay. about Biff at this point. Yes. Okay. I was like, hopefully didn't yeah. but people so. can get to our very good fanfic next <laughs> time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> didn't ruin anything. <laughs> Stay tuned next but, week, no. folks, for it to get real good. I know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But no, I, I really enjoyed the social club aspect because like before that, we were just all individual characters and this was a really neat way to tie everybody together. Yeah. So. It was really good. I loved that. Mm-hmm. And it was just so fun to create, like, because we love world building stuff, but it was just so much fun to, like, create a little yeah. club. Like, I know. I loved, I, I loved this game. I can see so why good. it got nominated for an yeah. Annie. Like, it's, yes, chef's kiss. Mwah. Absolutely. So <laughs> but uh, before we get into spoilers for next week's episode, and before we let you go for today, uh, here are our calls to action. The Acaticon 2023 Kickstarter is almost done. I think by the time this comes out, it'll be just like a day or two left, like right? Two or two or yeah. three days, something um, like that. Yeah. So if you want to help them out ahead of time and get a chance to maybe meet us in person, if we can make it all work, fingers crossed, um, mm-hmm. definitely head on over to our show notes um, or to the Kickstarter, and you can get your pledge in before it ends later this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other news, uh, kind of personal news on my uh, end, uh, some really great folks did an actual play of one of my games. Uh, like like they recorded it and everything and put it on YouTube. Whoa. <laughs> and I'm, That's crazy. I'm, I know. It's such a surreal experience. I've, I've been watching it and, uh, gosh, it's, 
It's so good. So they they played our final gathering, the dreaded reflections of uh, the immortal soul. It's a great uh, SEO title, by the way. I, <laughs> so good. But like, basically, they're playing it really uh, seriously toned. They're they're taking it very seriously. They're they're tweaking it a bit. Um, so they're playing out of chronological order, which makes it really interesting that they're jumping back and forth yeah. throughout the centuries. But like. Gosh, the drama is so spicy. And then there's like like love interests kind of entangled because one of them's playing the love interest mm. um, that had entanglements with all three of the other characters. So it's like, it's really good. Uh, uh, we'll have a link to that in the show notes if you want to check it out. Part one is up and available right now as of the time of this recording. Maybe by the time this episode comes out, part two will be out. Uh, but but seriously, it's really good. And like I am very flattered that somebody wanted to play my game and actually did it and then actually put it out there. That's Is it like a, a particular cool show or channel that did it? Like Um, it's uh Mads um yeah, I'll have that in the show notes of what channel okay. it is. But it's just somebody that plays a lot of games with people yeah. and puts them out there on on YouTube and whatnot. Cool. Um, so this is one of the games that uh, is in that lineup, and uh, it's it's intense. That's I love exciting. it. It's so exciting. Uh, if you like what we're doing here on our show, there are a number of ways you can support what we're doing here, um, including, and the one I really want right now, uh, leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Podcast Addict, or Facebook. Uh, mm -hmm. We will read all of our five-star reviews here um, in our calls to action at the end of the show so that we can thank you personally. I really would like, I, I, I know everyone says this at the end of every show. They're like, leave us a review. It helps people find it. Like, no, leave a review because it makes me feel good. Yes. Okay. We need more dopamine because for Amelia's I've been brain. sick. Yeah. And I need it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we 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 don't have any reviews right now. So if you would leave yeah. one, we will read it next week and that would be awesome. Exactly. Uh we would appreciate it greatly. Another way to directly support our show is to check us out on Patreon. Uh, we do have multiple tiers. Uh all of them are fantastic. A lot of good rewards there. Everyone gets our chit-chat episodes every week uh, and bonus outtakes. We also have a $5 tier that has bonus episodes uh, as well as early release episodes. Right now, this whole series, uh, 64, is ready and available for patrons at this level. Mm -hmm. So if you want to hear how this ends, uh, go for it. The $10 tier includes video chats with us and other patrons at that level as well as exclusive stickers. Yay, stickers. Month. I know. Yeah, there have been fun ones so far. I know people have been posting about them in our Discord, and I think a couple of people may have tweeted photos, too, yeah. of them. Plus, you get dice, and I write I you know. a nice little thank you note. So Exactly. You should do it. <laughs> in addition to all that, we also thank everyone personally on every single episode because we will never stop being grateful to all of the amazing people that are helping us make this. Like, it's... Mm -hmm. ugh. I can't believe this many people support our silly little podcast idea. Yeah, it's um, very nice. I'm feeling warm and fuzzy today. So mm -hmm. starting with Lieutenant and DJG, a.k.a. Tigranosaurus, we are so grateful to both of you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. We appreciate your support, Eric Bonds and Daryl Holiday II. Thank you. Many thanks to Shadim Cabal and the Shyest Barbarian. Benjamin Sweeney and Lorcan McGinnis, thanks for supporting our dreams. 
Many thanks to Rob Fletcher and Kevin Brown. Tentacle Duck and Cole McCallum, we are so grateful to you. John Adamus and the Geriatric Gyrating Gerbils featuring Gopher, the General of Groove. Many thanks to you. (laughs) (laughs) Carlos Salazar and Eric S., thanks for making this all possible. Ross Kingston and Ian Popmeyer, thank you both. We're glad to have you here with us. Sorry, Goth and Liam G., thanks for supporting. Thanks to Brian Colm and the Garden GM. We're really glad to have you backing us. And thanks to Dark Mirror and Tom. Glad to have you here. Thank you to Blue Kryptonite and Danny. Many thanks to Nicole Trainer and Liam Murray. And Satwat Kangura and Kenning, our deepest thanks. And thank you to all of our future supporters as well. Your assistance helps pay for the production of the show and really makes us feel really grateful every single month and and takes that weight off of our shoulders. You'll also be joining a growing and supportive community on our Discord at discord.charactercreationcast.com and get exclusive patron-only channels. Come join us. That's all we have for today's episode. We're really glad that you could join us for this amazing series. Please join us next time as we get to our truly inspired, incredible fanfic. Please (laughs) come hear more about Biff's incredible journey. Uh Uh, Until then, take care, everyone. Stay safe out there. Drink some water. Don't get sick like I did. Uh, Spread some joy and keep making those amazing people. We'll see you next time. Character Creation Cast is a production of the One Shot Podcast Network and can be found online at www.charactercreationcast.com. Head to the website to get more information on our hosts, this show, and even our press kit. Character Creation Cast can also be found on Twitter and Blue Sky at CreationCast or on our Discord server at discord.charactercreationcast.com. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Bolter, and I can be found on Twitter and Blue Sky at Lord Neptune or online at LordNeptune.com. Our other host, Amelia Antrim, can be found on Twitter and Blue Sky at Ginger Reckoning. Music for this episode is used with a Creative Commons license or with permission from the podcast they originated from. Further information can be found within the show notes. Our main theme music is Hero Remix by Steve Combs and is used with a Creative Commons license. This podcast is owned by us under Creative Commons. This episode was edited by Ryan Bolter. Further information for the game systems used and today's guests can also be found in the show notes. If you'd like to support our show, find us on Patreon. Get access to bonus episodes, exclusive merch, and much more at patreon.com slash charactercreationcast. Thanks for joining us. And remember, we find that the best part of any role-playing game is character creation. So go out there and create some amazing people. We'll see you next time.
The history of role-playing games is weird and wild, and we here at System Mastery are determined to look through it all. Every heartbreaker that drove a man to bankruptcy to see his vision of D&D with really specific armor maintenance rules come to fruition. Every game where you get increasingly certain as you read it that this is all just one person's weird fetish. Every system that painstakingly recreates how medieval life was really like, and then also you can cast Fireball. The System Mastery podcast wallows in the filth of RPG history. Come, join us in the muck at System Mastery.